welcome everybody to episode 11 of late arrivals uh we got a little bit of an early start on the the twitch stream here having some fun but uh joining me today is uh connor and chris uh we don't have lewis tonight lewis had to work uh but we should be getting him back next week hopefully so yeah if you're listening lewis we love you we miss you we miss you very much pour one out for lou never forget Well, starting us off today, um, we didn't have so much ducks-wise this week. Um, we got Dmitry Kulikov's number, number 29, you know, stealing uh, Devin Shore's number. How dare he? But <laughs> it's a story for a different day. Uh, but kind of buzz around the fandom was uh, Elliot Friedman reporting that the ducks seem to be in on Evan Rodriguez. Yes, that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. I like uh, Steven's tweet, Hockey Boomer's tweet today, how uh, everyone's giving Pat Verbeek praise and he didn't even do anything. That's <laughs> how great he is. It's just, it's I just, mean, uh... it's it's the truth. Like, it is kind of funny how we're all, like, hyped up about it and it's not even a for sure thing. Like, it's not a <laughs> no. thing that's happened. Um, yeah. But the excitement is definitely uh, warranted because it's nice having moves like that being the ones that we're making because you know the past used to be oh hey we got chris kelly yeah or, chris kelly hey brought Derek grant back for two years you know like all right yeah. the buddy robinson signings of the of the world are kind of gone i mean outside yeah, well, of like, the guy we got from calgary uh god in the god but you know <laughs> yeah well i mean you know this whole this whole rodriguez news or tidbit you know that we're interested that you know that that the ducks are potentially one of the front runners for rodriguez it just it continues down this path that verbeek has gone this entire off season of acquiring or or at least targeting players with great numbers great underlying numbers as well players that are going to help elevate these youngsters whether it's just on a year contract a two-year contract you know i know we signed ryan strom for five years that's a little bit of a, a little bit of an anomaly but you know, it just continues this, like I said, this path that Pat Verbeek continues to go down of looking for depth, yes, but also depth that isn't just third, fourth line grinders, third, fourth line checkers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, we saw, we saw it with, you know, how close we were to, um, to signing Nino Niederreiter. You know, we were essentially signing Nino Niederreiter before, you know, as we all know, Roman Yossi stepped in at the 11th hour and kind of, it's <laughs> uh, them to go to Nashville, but it just, it just, it's just so refreshing and so reassuring to know that we're going after the right people. And that's, what's the most important. That's what's most important and what is so reassuring or what should be so reassuring for Ducks fans that are, you know, that we're maybe still not 100, 100% convinced on Verbeek or maybe wanted to see a little bit more after that, you know, that very fruitful trade deadline. It's just, it's a sign of what's to come, you know, when, when we start going after those more high caliber players here in a couple of years, as our window opens, it's just, it's very, it's incredibly refreshing. It's a breath of fresh air in Anaheim that has been long overdue, long overdue. Very well, much so. It's almost bringing the team kind of where we should have been a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at players with good numbers and not just, Hey, this guy was good once. This guy was good five years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rodriguez definitely kind of seems like a project kind of player. 
Um, he did have a very good season, but part of that can also be the fact that random guys go to the Penguins and suddenly become, you know, elite players just because, you know, some, somehow Sidney Crosby wears off on them. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the, the Mark Donk tweet. Uh, yeah. Cause Buzz you know, it, <laughs> as funny as it is, like it is true. You get these guys that just come out of nowhere and all of a sudden are, you know, analytical darlings and like really good out of, you know, out of thin air. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in the same vein, the same conversation, uh, you know, Greg, Greg Wyszynski, uh also reported that doesn't seem like the door to Anaheim is closed with Sonny Milano, which is encouraging news. It kind of seems like if we don't get Rodriguez, he might be plan C or D at this point, um, which wouldn't be terrible. I, I mean, I was one all. of the ones that wanted mm-hmm. Milano back, um, mm-hmm. but I definitely kind of feel like they're going to, they're going to look that route if things with Rodriguez don't go, go our way. And I mean, it's not a bad situation to be in by any means, but yeah, you know, we say it pretty much every week. It's nice and refreshing to see the right players being targeted and the right moves trying to be made. And Rodriguez was on the Penguins, right? Yes. Yep. So if we get him, maybe Sonny Milano goes to the Penguins. Hey, He'll be a top line with Sidney Crosby and lighten it up. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens over this next week, especially because Friedman said, um, you know, when he was reporting on um, on Rodriguez earlier today that he's under the impression that that's going to get sorted out sometime this week. So we should know if Evan Rodriguez is going to be a duck. You know, I would say by this time next week, I'd imagine. Um, but yeah, you know, mentioning Sonny Milano, yeah, like it will be interesting to see, you know, if we don't get Evan Rodriguez, is Sonny Milano, is Pat Verbeek and his crew kind of considering Sonny Milano that that kind of fail-safe second option? You know, we weren't able to get Nita Ryder, you know, we ended, did get Vertrano and Strom, um, you know, two of our guys right there certainly are interested in Evan Rodriguez, according to reports today. So it'll be interesting to see just how much just how accurate that Wyshynski report is about Milano. You yeah. Know, I, I know there was some well-documented um, concern from the Ducks coaching staff and from Dallas Akins in particular about Milano's work ethic and the type of player he is, or, you know, the type of or just not to get into like discrepancies or anything like that, but, you know, some, maybe some misalignment in terms of vision between Milano and the coaching staff. So it'll, it'll, it'll be curious to see if they are willing to take him back Um and are willing to work with him. And on his side, you know, is he willing to work with the coaching staff, even if they're not seeing eye to eye? So, you know, always, always something to consider, you know, if we miss on Rodriguez, that doesn't mean, oh my God, we're automatically getting Milano. So I'd, I I would advise fans just to not convince yourselves of that. You know, the Ducks would like to add one more forward. I think that's pretty well documented, but then, but then if we don't, you know, I mean, as we've been kind of saying on Twitter, you know, the past couple of weeks, you know, this, this next season certainly again isn't isn't make the playoffs or bust by any means. So, you know, if we can add another forward, great. And maybe we can, you know, kind of make a little push into the wild card spot if all those things align. And but if not, you know, that's okay too. And we just kind of rock with what we have, which is already a lineup that's been bolstered by a lot of great signings on both the forward end and the defensive end. So it'll be it'll be curious to see how this goes next week with this Rodriguez and Milano stuff. Yeah. I mean, knowing how things have been going lately, it'll break tomorrow morning as I'm uploading the episode because that's yeah. that's kind of been the uh, the uh, the thing the last few weeks. Is, you know, it's gonna. You know, we'll I, look at, I, uh, 
we'll get a we'll get a Kevin Weeks don't go to bed tweet as we're as we're logging <laughs> off. Hey, it just means that we can extend the stream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Live react to we're still waiting for the first big piece of ducks news to drop while we're recording. So maybe maybe that'll happen tonight. If something happens, spam it. Where's the chat over here? Spam, spam us in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> just just tag us in the Discord or, or something. Just get our attention somehow. <laughs> well, in other league news, we had some signings, some guys on PTOs, and just some some random things happening here and there. Uh Firstly, you know, we had Jake Ottinger re-signed with the Dallas Stars, three years, four mil. Uh, didn't think that he was going to, you know, no one seems to offer sheet anymore. So it would have taken them like fist fighting for him <laughs> to not sign with the Stars. But yeah. Jason yeah. Robertson, though, maybe. Do we see some drama around Jason Robertson? I hope so. Yeah, that'll be, <laughs> that'll be curious to see. We need more chaos in the league. We sure we do. do. We need more pettiness. <laughs> you know, like the yeah. Canes and the like the Canes and the Canadians with the. Coke that was good. Stuff. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I like the Ottinger signing though. I just yeah, like I Ottinger too. in general. Yeah. yeah. Big goalie easy, people here. Easy guy to cheer. A very easy guy to cheer for. You know, they're probably locking up. You know, their future goalie here for the next couple of years. So, you know, definitely a deal that we all knew that they were going to make. So no. No real surprise there. I'll, honestly, I thought that they'd lock him up for a little bit longer than three years, but you know, maybe it's kind of a long bridge deal. I don't know if that, it, that I don't know if that's kind of an oxymoron, but <laughs> you know, just to get him for the next couple of years, kind of you know, kind of evaluate where this Dallas team could be here in three yeah. years, and then well, kind of go from there. But yeah, I mean, I mean, good solid signing for them. Is everyone on the Stars roster is like eighty or older, and then there's <laughs> Ottinger. <laughs> Ottinger and Jason Robertson, and then it's just like a bunch of 30-year-olds. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, who knows? The the owner might get fed up with Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan and uh, kind of see what yeah. to do there, give guys some more money. But, <laughs> again. Screw Robertson. I'm bringing in Yager. <laughs> I mean, he, he says he wants to play. Yeah, I want him. Veteran presence. <laughs> Well, uh, another young player signed relatively cheap. Uh, Eric Brandstrom re-signs with the Senators one year, 900K. Um, he seems like a guy that's always somehow in trade talks. It always <laughs> seems like the Senators are trying to trade him or he's someone's always saying he's out of favor. So maybe they're just kind of seeing it as, oh, if we can flip him somewhere, maybe you know, he could be off our hands, but. He's yeah, kind of uh, he's kind of becoming the uh, the hockey version of uh, Miguel Andujar for the Yankees. <laughs> Miguel <laughs> Andujar, the classic uh, Andujar and Frazier for your team's best player uh, <laughs> that we see that we see on baseball Twitter. That's kind of that's kind of what we're seeing with the Senators fans and everything like that. Oh yeah, I'll just give him Bramstrom and we'll get Jack Eichel back, you know. But <laughs> you know, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to throw out the crazy trade proposals. And if it's not the Leafs fans doing it, it might as well be another Canadian team. By the way, that that wor worst armchair GM Twitter account that's popped up this offseason, oh my God, it's my favorite. I I think literally the other day I sat down with my morning coffee before work and I was literally <laughs> scrolling through it for like 15 minutes just laughing my ass off. Some of the shit you see on there, it's like a, an, 
it's like an 18 piece trade for Connor McDavid. They're like, oh, well, this could work. It's like when you're playing via GM. It's like when you're playing via GM when you're 11 years old and you're just yeah. like overriding the trades from Malkin and Crosby and Steven Stamkos and everything like that. Oh, this could work. <laughs> My favorite one in the last week was trades. It was a trade of John Klingberg back to the Stars. God. And like we're getting stuff from Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> it was a like Klingberg by himself and like three pieces coming back i was like i I don't know if this person knows how this works but you know everyone's got to start somewhere i guess oh yeah as long as we get robertson (laughs) it'd be nice well speaking of canadian teams the the jets did something um they signed sam gagne one year seven 750k uh they kind of seem like in that weird veteran purgatory of just Hey, this guy has a pulse. Let's sign him. Yeah. Um, poor Jets fans. They were so good a couple years ago, and now they're just they're kind of back think, to square one. Do you think they even sniff the playoffs this year? <laughs> the Central would have to be very bad, mm-hmm. and at least they have Hellebuck. Yeah, but you know he gets the John Gibson treatment of he sees mm-hmm. ninety-seven shots a game and. His back somehow not snapped. So <laughs> yeah, it's just a matter of time. You know, CJ always jokes about Gibby pulling out the taser, but I think Hellbuck's going to be joining him soon. Yeah, and I think it takes, like I said, a really bad Central and like all of the teams in the Pacific just being terrible for the Jets to make the playoffs. <laughs> it's just they they don't have anybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's Kyle Connor, Blake Wheeler, and Mark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least they get to see Cole Perfetti this year, but my God. They do have Ehlers. I like Ehlers. I do. Oh, shit, like I forgot about Ehlers, him too. But I mean, I mean, holy shit. Like, God knows how much longer if they keep going down this path, those those guys like Perfetti and Ehlers and Connor are going to be in a Jets uniform. You know, that'll be curious to see. Hey, maybe down the road, the maybe in a year or two, the Ducks are targeting a Nick Ehlers or a Cole Perfetti <laughs> or a Kyle Connor. Imagine that. How fun would that be? As like some of our first like high caliber players to go after as our window yeah. up. Like how how exciting would that be? That'd Those be are all sick. three players that I really like a lot. And that'd be that'd be very interesting. And I know Cole Perfetti was the popular name to throw in there when we were everyone was joking about a Josh Manson to Winnipeg trade. Oh yeah. <laughs> last year or two before that. So would be curious to see what happens with those guys. But yeah, I I don't know. Nobody knows what the Jets are doing. Nobody knows what's gonna happen to Pierre Luc Dubois. It's uh it'll be curious. Do we do we see the return of hashtag Dubois to Anaheim? <laughs> Which was the first <laughs> get it started, Connor, on the very first night of the season. <laughs> yep. And Lou's not here, so let's go. <laughs> well, like my tweet said, the, the D and PLD stands for ducks. So yeah, it's just meant to be. Uh-huh. I feel like at some point um, we have to figure out a way to trade Derek Grant for Mark Shifley. <laughs> um, so let's all get on the armchair GM and try our best to make it work. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling that one. Hey, if we can if we can get four things for John Klingberg for some reason on the GM, we can do something <laughs> with we can do something with Derek Grant. Yeah. And I Back to the Sam Gagne thing. I used to really like him. I mean, I still kind of do, but like six years ago. <laughs> like, I feel like all these people getting signed, like in the past couple of weeks, are all players I really liked five to six, even seven years ago. 
I mean, you can ha- never have too much veteran presence. <laughs> well, speaking of veterans, uh, James Neal's still around. They signed a PTO <laughs> with the Blue Jackets. And not going to lie, I remember he was in the AHL last year, and I kind of just thought he disappeared. Yeah, I totally forgot all about him. Yeah, I, I, I got to be honest. Until you put that in the, until you put that in the episode notes yesterday, I didn't even realize he was even on a PTO. We're still playing. Yeah, he, uh, he played most of the season with yeah. the Thunderbirds last year. Um, he was arguably the best player in the AHL, probably. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he was down there most of the year, and I, I know like halfway through the season, everyone was like, "Who's gonna trade for him at the deadline to bring him on a run?" And clearly, everybody said, "Yeah, no, we're we're good. We are good. Peace and out. <laughs> nope. No, no, no." Uh, also signing a PTO is uh, Jimmy VC going back to the Rangers. Uh, <sighs> I thought he was gonna be something big. <laughs> He still could, but this is what his is this his third team? Fourth team? Well, Rangers twice now. So I think that he's this is three. Three? Because it was Buffalo. I remember Buffalo. He was a devil. Okay, yeah. By the way, Steven says that James Neal is actually the starting safety for the Rams. Which I'm not sure. As, as the resident Rams fan on this pod, I'm not 100 um, percent sure how accurate that is, but we will we will do our we will do our right. research and get back to you next episode with yeah. um, the confirmation <laughs> on that. But I mean, like we said, it's certainly you kind of have to feel for the guy because he, he had that pedigree of you know, and especially choosing because he he didn't sign with the team that drafted him, right? No. Because the Rangers drafted him, and he's like, nah. And then he went to, he went I to Buffalo. Boston drafted him. Well, who? I thought Boston drafted. Him. Was it Boston? Oh no, no. I think he went to Boston, or he went to Harvard. I don't. Wait, hold on. I can look this up. <laughs> I th- yeah, I was gonna say Jimmy this is, VC. This is we, the we part our, of the episode we where we uh, we uh, admit that we are not the stat knowledge uh, podcast. I want to say he was drafted by the Rangers. Said no thanks. I didn't realize with... he. I didn't. I didn't even realize he was six three. Holy shit! Oh really? He looks uh, tiny. Okay, so okay, so no, he's never played for Boston. I think he just went to Boston or he went to. Oh, okay. That. Yeah, Rangers, 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 and then Buffalo, and then Toronto, and then Vancouver, and then New Jersey last year, and then now he's back to. Now we're going back to the Rangers. On a, did you say Vancouver? On a seven. No, Toronto. Oh, how did no, I, I did Vancouver? No, I did say Vancouver. He split twenty and twenty one with. Uh, oh yeah, because he he got he got traded the bubble season because oh, there okay. there's an episode. Oh, there we go. We're back. <laughs> You're back. The He's hamsters. Alive. The hamsters are working overtime. But I remember there was an episode of the Leafs documentary. And it was one of them was when he got traded. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. They're like, yeah, come in here, Jimmy. And they're like, yeah, you've been traded to the Canucks. Okay. He needs to stay put because I did not think it was that many teams. <laughs> I knew he was moving around, but I thought it was like max three. We're already a journeyman at 
25 or whatever he is. <laughs> I do be like that sometimes. Well, speaking of the Canucks, uh, the big news this week was uh, JT Miller signing a seven-year extension at $8 million average, coming yeah. out to about $56 million total. Uh, sure, a hell of that's a lot the, of money. Yeah, that's kind of yucky. Yeah, I, I thought that Tage Thompson deal last week was not going to be passed up for being more – by being the most egregious thing we've seen these two weeks, but then the Canucks went and signed JT Miller to that just insane deal. I don't know how you can work out a trade for him. I didn't know he was 29. I just, yeah. I thought which he was like 32. It, yeah. <laughs> even, well, I mean, even still, I mean, yeah. Holy shit. He's going to be what? 36, 37 by the time this thing is up. So, yeah. Like, but I was like, oh damn, that's bad. Cause I thought he was 32. It's still bad. But like, yeah. here I am thinking he's 32 years old. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, it was just certainly... I don't know. I don't know what Vancouver's doing. No, nobody ever knows what Vancouver's doing, to be honest. Oh. So I just yeah. I, they're interesting. I like keeping track just because they're they're nuts. They just like to do crazy stuff. It's an interesting team. Yeah. It's just you know, for a team that's like we need to get younger and we need to embrace the future. <laughs> like, let's sign this 29-year-old for a lot of years <laughs> and a lot of money. Yeah. God, well, I mean, geez, if Bob Murray didn't peace out in the middle of the season, I mean, God knows if that would have been us with Manson or Lindholm or Raquel or ugh, I don't want to. I don't even want to think about that. You don't Rick, say. So. You don't say Bob Murray's name on this podcast. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. I, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Manson would have gotten eight years if if he who shall not be named Jesus. was still around. Eight years, Lindholm six years, Raquel five years. Oh, it would have been just amazing. That's like the uh, alternate reality from fucking Doctor Strange. <laughs> uh, also, well, for people who are watching this, I just I want to apologize for not being in uh, NFL gear. I, Chris, uh, you slacker! I totally. I'm not gonna lie. I forgot because like I knew we were doing NFL stuff, but I totally forgot you want to put a jersey on, and I already put like a poll out on Twitter, be like, "Hey, pick my Ducks jersey." <laughs> Guys, we're going to make Chris change live on stream. Man, Bonus content. Bonus content. Like last week. Oh, last week, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. You can blame the Sabres for that one. Yeah. Uh Oh. That's what we're here to see. (laughs) That's what you're here to see? Me, pantsless? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) I mean, I think like last week, you know. All right, are we back? Are we stable? Have the hamsters? Yep, the hamsters are back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sorry, We're guys. good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to take a little break to plug our socials this week. Yeah. Get back on track and hope my internet stays uh, stays chugging along. Uh, you know, the support the last couple of weeks, you know, we know it's kind of slowing down with the news and stuff trickles in every day now, but, uh, you know, keep an eye on our Twitter. If you haven't joined the discord, you know, go ahead, join us, ask us questions, kind of what we use it for right now. Um, but it makes our whole question segment. So if you know, you're not able to think anything to send us on Twitter or don't have Twitter, that's your option. 
Uh, and shout out Jenny for keeping our Instagram pretty, uh, pretty fresh and alive. <laughs> shout out Jen. Gentifer. Gentifer. We love yeah. our unofficial social media manager. Yeah. <laughs> At late arrivals pod everywhere. You can follow our TikTok. We haven't posted anything yet. And I have no idea when we're going to, but if you do follow us, you'll be surprised one day because a video will be there. <laughs> so who doesn't like surprises? Go follow that account as well. Make sure you on, connect with me on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you like our stuff, leave us a review. I like reading some of those. You can get weird. I don't care. It doesn't have to be like anything serious uh, or leave a rating. I know with Spotify, you can only do ratings. So, but Apple do both. Please, 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 bro. Please, please do it. <laughs> please get. <laughs> Well, getting back into the news for the week, uh, we had some reverse retros potentially leak. Um, Reverse retros and like real home and primary jerseys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the primary leak was uh, the Vegas jersey that I had to laugh at because Alex Tuck was in the picture. Yeah. (laughs) Was it Alex Tuck? I didn't even know. It was. It was. (laughs) So my guess is it was last year's or it was the last reverse retro jersey that maybe got scrapped in favor of the one they went with yeah maybe um unless the social media intern posting the picture was just like chaos and posted it but you know it was kind of funny because i looked at it and i was like something is off here <laughs> and then i saw 89 and i was like yeah that guy's not on the team that's why <laughs> <laughs> did you see the saber suite too about their uh Single oh, game tickets. tickets and it's Jack Eichel in the back. It's like, Eichel in the background with Tuck yeah. skating up the ice with the puck. Oh my god! Yeah, we we are all about shade on this podcast. Lots so of shade. living for it. Yeah, I will say on this Vegas reverse retro leak, and I agree with Stephen in the chat right now. This is like the first Golden Knights jersey that I've actually really liked. I do like really out of yeah. out of anything that they've put out. The the weird blocky looking home primary jerseys the stupid ugly white helmet white pants white everything away jerseys the <laughs> god-awful piss yellow dehydrated piss yellow birds they're the reverse retro last jersey jerseys the other year that were red for some reason but then this one is actually really nice i like the kind of like royal vegas looking you know kind of number font and the mm-hmm. name font as well I just, I think it's cool. It's kind of like a hybrid of the Rangers jersey and the and the and the Canuck skate jersey with the colors and everything like that. But I think I think it works, and I really like it a lot. So, I like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted to look up where they got the number font from, like where that comes from, and I totally forgot to do it. Microsoft Word. I don't know. Because <laughs> I know they do have a lot of like different. They've had a, they had a lot of decent, not decent, but they've had a lot of teams in the in the past in Vegas more than I thought. Cause I know their last reverse retro, the red ones were based off of um, what the Las Vegas, like th- what was it? Thunder. Something, something like that. Yeah. Like way back in the day. I don't know. Oh, the other, the other reverse retros. Yeah. The red ones. Yeah. 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 But, and then this Jersey, I know, I don't remember if we touched on it last week, but then now they're making those, ugly dehydrated piss yellow jerseys the primary homes like what? yeah i think we've talked God. about it I disgusting think. no stop try and block that out of my head is it weird that i don't mind them 
Yes, Chris, I don't like that. Yes, my apologies. No, they're bad. They're bad. (laughs) I just like how it's different, you know? Steven says their jersey font is wingdings. Wingdings? (laughs) (laughs) I feel the golds wouldn't be as bad if they um, just wore different gloves with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The white gloves, I mean, the white gloves just look bad in general, but. And I know a lot of people hate it on the gray, but I kind of liked the gray more when I found out why they wore gray in the first place. The gray's supposed- okay. The gray's fine. Yeah. I think it's my favorite. I mean, not counting the reverse retros. It's probably my favorite one that they've ever had. Mm-hmm. I don't like it per se, but it's way better as a home sweater than the. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know the gray, the gray ones were the reason they chose gray was because it's supposed to be knight's armor and and then they'll do the gold helmets like oh no what was that that? (laughs) i I opened up twitch to read the chat and it just started playing another stream (laughs) well i mean in terms of streams that it could have popped up there could have been worse so yeah oh my god Glad, oh, glad it wasn't someone splashing around in a kiddie pool, Connor. Is Might there had... a way to make it just the chat so I don't have the two videos going or no? I think you'd have to be signed in for that. <laughs> I don't mind. All right, we'll figure it out later. Sorry. Dude, Sorry, I can't maintenance, get <laughs> maintenance on the pod. <laughs> I can't get Connor's face out of my head. Just, just the look he gave us. Oh, because so I was just like, what the fuck? He just looked right into the camera. Like, <laughs> Are you uh, gambling? What are we doing here, man? <laughs> Playing video poker on the pod? Oh my god! You gonna fight with those shades or play PokerStars.com? <laughs> well, the other uniforms we wanted to talk about were the uh, leak of the San Jose Shark uniforms coming. Yes. No more orange and no more. Uh, Thank God. No more just plain teal. And I'm very excited because it kind of looks like the classic shark look. Yeah, I like it. I see a lot of sharks. Fans don't like you can easily just look in the the comments of the sharks um, or whoever leaked that photo. You can just look in the comics and uh, comments, and a lot of sharks play uh, fans hate it. But yeah, I, I find know. it weird that the sharks fans hate it. I I like I it. Cool. I, I like the teal. I'm a sucker for teal. I've always liked the color teal like that. Yeah. And here I'm gonna share my. I'm going to share my screen. Oh, God. We're going to pull up. Oh. oh, Jay, you need to give me. I think give you permission. Yeah, you need permission. to let me share. Take the child locks off, please. You need to make me the host. <laughs> hey, you're asking me to do this? Oh, my God. I don't know what I'm doing. Wait, is that, is that yeah, for I like real? A lot. In, the, in the chat, the numbers and letters are inspired by casino signage. I could see that. Oh, is that what it's to Jet said? If that, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Yeah, now that now that it was like, like I thought they were just kind of going for a, you know, kind of like a knight in shining armor, Excalibur kind of type, <laughs> kind of looking font, which is also what it looks like. But yeah, it does kind of look like the old casino signage and everything like that. So. Yeah, but yeah. The sharks with the um, the teal, the jersey was teal, pants were teal, helmet teal. <laughs> it's all teal. They went to the Av school of make everything this color. Yeah. 
which yeah. I, I will give the abs credit. I hated when they went to the blue helmets and pants, but the mm-hmm. look grew on me. So yeah. And now when probably... you see old pictures of them in the black stuff, it doesn't look right. Yeah. It's yeah. just, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that's kind of what's going to happen here. And like, and like Steven just mentioned it in the chat. Uh, he said, teal pants are kind of whack, but they're solid. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt the same way. Like when I first saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, only thing I made change is I'd maybe go, you know, black helmet, black pants, black gloves. But yeah, I think it's just, I think it's going to kind of be like the abs thing. Like you said, we were just so used to them having black helmet, black pants, black gloves on a jersey mm-hmm. that didn't feature any black. And so that's <laughs> just what we were used to. But I think, yeah. I think this will, I think we're kind of going back to kind of like the monochrome look mm-hmm. of like, you know, the 90s and the 80s that a lot of teams would do. So yeah. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. It's a I'm cool just color. glad they got rid of that horrible burnt orange. Yeah, it was it was just out of place. Like it yeah. wasn't it wasn't even the color of the stick that the shark is biting in the logo. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where are you getting that from? Like, if anything, yeah. make that stick that color orange. It just looks weird mm-hmm. when there's a color being used in the in the uniform that isn't that isn't even a color on the logo. So yeah, yeah, glad that's gone. I think these are cool. But I think this kind of, I think the Sharks going back to the saltier look, I think the Kings bringing more purple back and everything like that. I think this may be points to the fact that we're probably going to stay black and orange as our primary colors. I don't think we're ever, I mean, as long as the Samuelis are in charge, I don't really think we're ever going back to the eggplant and jade full time. I don't think they'd want to have all three California teams kind of having the same. Yeah you know kind of similar color schemes you know with the sharks going back to this with those weird rumors that the kings might be potentially embracing more of the you know more of that form blue and gold so if i was in charge it'd be the orange jersey at home a white version then you can have the web d as a third and then have the eggplant as like a heritage jersey oh yeah 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 that'd be totally fine i yeah i just more meant i don't think i don't ever think we're going back to the eggplant and jade full time Mm-mm. Like, I don't think it's ever coming back. It just needs to be the Mighty Duck logo in the black, orange, white, and silver, and the gold. I hate the fucking gold, but if we're going to have the gold, whatever. But I won't lie. I I won't lie. I'm I'm, I'm pretty weak. You could give me the Mighty Duck logo in the ugliest colors that you can think of, and I'd probably buy it. Just like all brown. Or we just start looking like the U, and we just go orange and green. (laughs) Yeah. The U. The U. Well, you have some homework, Tyler. Please get on that right now. We know you make these decisions and these changes, so I need oh. you to get right on that. Yeah, we we'd appreciate it. We want a whole report done by next Wednesday. <laughs> Please send it to any of us. Emails work. <laughs> well, shifting gears here to uh, the international play that was going on this week. Uh, yeah, Canada won gold, but that really doesn't matter because uh, Hillary Knight becomes the all-time point leader at the Women's World Tournament. Um, Who's gonna say the word? We can't. Mommy. Oh. Okay, Connor can Connor can say it because <laughs> he he can't get in trouble. My with girlfriend anybody. won't kill me, so I I'll take the bullet on there. <laughs> Thank you, Connor. Someone had to say it, but yeah, you sorry. know, beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty cool thing to see because you know. It, it means a lot more at the women's level when it comes to these rivalry matchups and these mm-hmm. tournaments, uh, just because of kind of where the game is at on the women's side of things. Um, but you know, the, 
one of the faces of USA hockey climbing the climbing the ranks and sitting atop the the chart as the point leaders pretty damn cool yeah former hey. uh Oh, what ahead. was it? She did. She did the thing with the ducks uh, a couple of years ago, right? Mm-hmm. They called her like an honorary duck, something like that. Yeah, yeah. she like practiced with them or something. Hillary Knight is a duck, guys. Ducks that was pretty Hillary cool. Knight. Seeing her in ducks, <laughs> seeing her in duck stuff was actually really cool. <laughs> that was around the time I started watching, so I kind of missed that. Oh, okay. so I see those pictures and. It, kind of weird because i almost didn't think they were real at first but you know <laughs> that that kind of that kind of happens when you you don't know what's going on in the world with the new sport yeah you know what it's the jet brought something up wasn't that because she was dating freddie anderson which i totally forgot about that yeah there was that whole thing there, that they were together like i don't think it was i i, I think it was pretty short-lived but yeah they were if it uh, was, was a thing, uh, did it ever did it ever come out that it was an actual thing? Uh, we'll say we'll say involved. <laughs> we'll say involved. <laughs> involved. Yeah. Well, like Rock we yeah. like we said, you know that that outshines Canada winning gold, at yep. least in our eyes. <laughs> like it have seven gold. points in the women's worlds. That's just awesome. I don't know if we'll you see know. anyone break that, <laughs> at least for a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a pretty good guess. Mm-hmm. Glad we're in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> well, the main thing we we kind of teased for this episode was uh, it was going to be a little more football themed, and as you know, even though I'm dressed up and have the background for it, uh, I I told you guys ahead of time I'm just going to kind of nod in agreement with a lot of this because I'm still relatively new to the football world, but you know. No, you have, you have to actually you have to actually make predictions. Though. Oh, I'm I'm going to, yeah. but you okay, know, I'm cool. gonna kind of right. sit here and just kind of go, oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm representing the the new expansion team. The Oregon Ducks are changing from college football to NFL, and they're gonna look like this. So. Oh, well, not after that performance against Georgia, they're not getting <laughs> expansion. Holy shit! Oh, I wanted to clear Crap, something Lewis. up. I brought up uh, Notre Dame. And I totally forgot, you know, when we were talking about like our, our college teams and I brought up Notre Dame, they're cool and all, but I totally forgot about Syracuse. So scratch oh, everything I said. It's yeah. Syracuse. I'm sorry. Syracuse. <laughs> Syracuse. I know I forgot about my favorite college football team. but this is my favorite college football team. As you can tell, I follow it very, very closely. <laughs> yep. well, okay, so here. we're going to, so we're running into this. We're going to predict if I understand correctly, we, we're, we're each going to predict every division winner. Yeah. And then we're going to predict the conference final matchups and winner. And then yep. the two Super Bowl teams. So, there... and Chris is going to write it down. And then we will. Uh, <laughs> I can't write. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll make a cute little graphic. Real cute. Be like Chris picks, Jake picks, Lou picks. Well, we know Lewis's pick. He already kind of told us. Oh, yeah. We need to announce that. We'll do him first since. Lou predicted the AFC West, and that was it. <laughs> hey, he at least predicted it. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Oh, damn. He actually, I didn't see. He actually went and. Oh, yeah. He did it all. Did it oh, did extensively. Really? I didn't check the chat. Let me see. <laughs> I know we kind of joked and said he was just going to say Raiders or nothing, but... Look at Lou! Insider Lou. 
So we have uh, lose picks or AFC East or the Bills. AFC North are going to be the Bengals. AFC South are the Titans. West. Oh, am I back? There we go. He said West uh, Chiefs. Chiefs. Uh, wild cards would be Raiders, Chargers, and Ravens. And then NFC East, he said Cowboys. North, he said Packers. <laughs> he said South would be the Bucks. Rams would be the West. And the wild cards would be the 49ers, the Eagles, and the Saints. All right. Then he said AFC championship game would be Bills Bengals. That'd probably be a really good game. Yeah. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Um, NFC championship would be Rams Bucks. And then he said he wants to see a Rams Bills Super Bowl. He didn't give us his Super Bowl pick though. Yeah, he didn't. All right, we'll have to update that tomorrow. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, do you want, should everybody, and I don't know what the chat, what the chat thinks or whatever, but should we all just do each division once at a time or should everybody just give their list and then everybody just... I think we can do like AFC North and then, yeah, we'll go each division. Like Jake can say whatever division and then we each... One at a time, we'll say who we think wins that division, and then we just keep going. Cool. Yeah, that's cool with me. All right. So AFC East, I mine's an easy choice because that's where my team's at. So the Bills. Yeah, I'm. I'm saying the Bills as well. I don't. I don't see. I how am. The AFC East I am too. I don't see how. I don't see how the AFC East is going to be anything close this year. So we'll go Bills. Okay, AFC North. I'm actually. I'm going Ravens. In the AFC North. I was going to say Ravens, too. We're all going Ravens? All right. I mean, part <laughs> of that's Ravens. also because I chose their defense and fantasy, and I want oh, to see them okay. do well. Gotcha. Um, AFC South. I'm going Colts. I'm going to say Titans, because they were they were good last year, weren't they? Yeah, they were, they were okay. decent. Yeah. I'll go... Yeah, I'll go Titans. So Colts for me, you two are going the Titans. Okay. And then AFC West. I'm going Chargers. See, I'm going Broncos. Okay. I'm going to say Raiders, not just because Lou's not here. I don't <laughs> know. It just seems like they did some good things, and not a lot of good things happened to the Raiders. They seem like they had a lot of fun. And then we got uh, three wildcard teams out of the AFC, correct? Yeah? Yeah. So I'm going, for my three wildcard teams, I'm going Bengals, mm-hmm. Chargers, and Chiefs for my three wildcard teams. All right. I'll go, uh, let's see. Definitely Bengals, mm-hmm. Chiefs. I'll say Jets as a as a fun one. 
Look at Chris going outside the box. Hey, the Jets are going <laughs> to shock the world, according to Chris. All right. And I'm gonna, just going to say the same as Connor, um, just because those are teams I know and have watched play. So I, I plead ignorance and just choose teams that I know. <laughs> Some Broncos love. Yeah, the Broncos are going to be good. Heather, we're not G- at the you Packers said yet. Please exercise patience. <laughs> so, wild card, Connor, you said Chiefs, Bengals, and who? Chargers. Uh, Chiefs, Bengals, and Chargers. Okay. Yeah. And that's who you're going with, Jake? Yeah. Okay. I mean, part of that also is because I have Herbert as my quarterback again this year. So, fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally drafted like almost the same team from last year, minus like one or two guys. So, Did you really? Yeah, I got a lot of the same players. Yeah, me and Jake met in the final last year. Yeah, halfway oh, through yeah. the year. I was just like, oh, wow, yeah. I've lost two matchups. Holy shit. <laughs> I do remember being I do remember being pretty mad when he beat me. Yeah, because I had no I had yeah. no fucking clue Jake what I was you. doing. I was just yeah. like, okay, this guy should get me points. And I thought I was I thought I had a pretty okay team. And I'm like, all right, I'm totally ready for this week. And then Jake just like stomped me. <laughs> It was done by maybe halftime of the first like morning games. That was uh, probably after I traded Connor Diggs too. I, I was what? yeah, be quiet. That happened <laughs> like was. that happened like week two or three, and I really regretted it because I liked having Diggs on my team because I at least had a Bills player to root for. Not anymore. <laughs> hey, All I right. got him this NFC year. Time? Oh, yeah, All right. NFC. <laughs> Start with the NFC. NFC East. I'm going Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, Eagles as well. I'm going to say Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> just, just that fate. <laughs> um, I have to do that whenever someone says Cowboys. So they're just, I can't stand. All right, move on. N- NFC North. NFC North. See, this is hard. Should I say Bears just to be a? <laughs> I mean, I'll it's say your team. I'll say, I'll say Bears just to be different. <laughs> you know what? I'm going Vikings. Vikings, okay. New offense. They're going to throw more. Justin Jefferson's going to go off. Dalvin Cook's healthy. We're going for the underdog here. We're we're picking Lions. You're picking Lions. Oh, yeah. All over the. All, nobody picked the. NFC South. I'll pick the Bucks. Yeah, same. That kind of seems like a. They can't. You can't really count Tom Brady out. I mean, yeah, the because Gronk actually retired, right? (laughs) Yeah. I know this is like the fourth time he's done it, but. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go Bucks. I went kind of weird with the. uh, the Titans one, I think. So I'll try to get back on track here. All right. And then Oh no, the Bears one. The Bears <laughs> one. Never mind. <laughs> uh NFC West. Yeah. My pick. Yeah. Uh let's just write us all down for Rams. <laughs> Rams. Rams. Should ah, I go Rams? Man. Hold on. Maybe I want to be different. Oh, Ooh, here we go. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> Moving on. 
Just bully me. <laughs> All right, Jake. Off. Moving on. Jake, we're going to start you off with your three wild card teams out of the NFC. Oh, Jesus. Um, Probably the Packers, Eagles, and I'm going to say 49ers. Packers, Eagles, 49ers. Okay. I will go the San Francisco 49ers. I will also go the Green Bay Packers. And you know what? Little sleeper team. Give me the Saints as Saints. my third third wild card team. Okay, who are All your right. three, Chris? I'll go. Uh, I'll go Saints. And uh, I guess I mean I gotta pick Packers. They're probably. I mean they're gonna make it. They're in the worst division. <laughs> um, Saints, Packers. Guess I'll go Niners as well. Got some overlap. <laughs> Nothing bad though. I, th- I mean, kind of feel like football is kind of clear cut. Like who's going to be good and who's going to be bad. Yeah. yeah. So I don't feel bad picking the same teams. But then again, I also don't know a whole hell of a lot. So, <laughs> All right, so now we're going, what, AFC championship game? Or AFC champion? Yeah. Well, I'm definitely picking Bills. Yeah, I'm going to say Bills as well. But The AFC bias. championship will be decided between the Buffalo Bills and the Baltimore Ravens. That would be fun. And I think I will take the Bills as well. I think it's a little hard to bet against them right now, but we'll take the Bills over the Ravens. Bills Mafia. All right, NFC now. I am going with the Los Angeles Rams, obviously. (laughs) And they will be facing off the rematch with the GOAT. Rams Bucks in the NFC Championship game with Matthew Stafford besting the goat once again and the Rams <laughs> moving on to their second straight Super Bowl appearance. You want to go, Chris, or do you uh, want me to? You can. I'm gonna say Rams over Eagles. Oh God, maybe I should have went. That's exactly what I was. <laughs> Actually, fun. I'll flip it. I was gonna do Eagles over Rams. Ooh. Drama. <laughs> so right, Super so Bowl you're now. Both, you're you're both going Rams then. Yeah. For yeah. NFC. Okay. So I'm actually I'm actually gonna step aside from making a Super Bowl prediction because even though I have my oh, team in it, I think it's bad luck to bet to bet on or against my team to win the championship. So I'm just gonna say it's gonna be Rams Bills in the Super Bowl, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Understandable. Have a good day. So. <laughs> Take care. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> Wait, where, where's the outro music? You said you're going to play. Oh, outro yeah, music. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> play myself an outro. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Bills over Rams, but that's just being a biased, hopeful fan. So, yeah, I'm saying Bills over Eagles. 
not one of those ones that's i mean i have my superstitions with hockey but football is still fresh and new and i haven't been hurt by it yet so oh i've only known oh, just football. wait just wait <laughs> i mean last year definitely sucked i wanted them mm-hmm. to beat the chiefs but that still was a really good game that game was on nfl network i think last night and uh i don't know why but i put it on it was a fun game such but a then i got sad all over again <laughs> Well, yeah, you said your pick, right, Chris? Yep, Bills okay. over Eagles. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I was sitting here. I'm like, wait, did he say it? <laughs> Holy crap, Lois, we got through the predictions. Holy crap, Lois, he said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're at the tail end of the episode now, so we're going to uh, get into our Hockey 365 question of the week, and he asks us a very simple question. What team realistically deserves to win the Connor Bedard sweepstakes? I'll let Connor take this one first, just because he was very excited for this one. So well, it's a it's a it's an interesting question. You know, you kind of kind of get to pick who the next token prospect goes to. Obviously, I would love to just add Connor Bedard to the Ducks, but <laughs> I'm going to pick a team that's not the Ducks. Um, you know, I would like. I wouldn't want to see Montreal win it. They've been getting Flyers. nice things for too long lately. Yep. Flyers, maybe. Sabres, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, it'd be cool. Tough. I mean, Flyers, Coyotes, that'd be kind of fun. I don't. I'm not going to say the Kraken just because I don't. I don't want to do that to a, a division opponent. I'm not saying the Red Wings. I'm sorry. Can't do that. No. Yeah. No. Can't do that. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to. I think I'm going to say the Flyers or the Coyotes. Yeah. I'm going Coyotes. Um, Obviously. Just because uh, I think getting someone like that would be huge for this market, especially a market trying to get a new arena in a different city <laughs> um, and having the hype around him come, come to town, I think would be awesome. And the coyotes have been kind of, they've kind of needed that for a while. I remember there was like some chatter when Austin Matthews got drafted that maybe the coyotes were going to trade up to get him. They ended up not doing that. I mean, they got Keller that year, I think. So I mean, Keller's fine, but I mean, if they got a guy like that and you have him this to help sell tickets and new fans to this new arena in Tempe, like, I think that'd be the perfect scenario for the Coyotes. And uh, even not being a Coyotes fan, I'd go absolutely nuts if they were able to get him because that would just be, that'd be nice to have like right in my backyard, someone like that on the team. That would be a lot of fun. Another mm-hmm. flippy puck kid. Another flippy puck. wonder how I, uh... Tyson Nash would feel about that. Jesus. <laughs> Man needs to take a Claritin and get with the times. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Coyotes as well. Uh, like you said, it, it it would do a lot for the market. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly don't think the Coyotes are going to be as bad as everyone gives them credit for this year. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I'm also not saying they're going to be world beaters. And, you know. Yeah a sneaky playoff team. 
realistically, they're probably going to be down there again as one of the the bottom teams in the league. Um, but it would do so much, yeah, for the city and for the franchise as a whole to have a you know generational talent that's going to really change the franchise and shake things up. I'm kind of in the same boat as Connor. I'd hate for him to go to Montreal. I'd hate for him to be a Blackhawk. Yeah, I'm just, afraid of the Blackhawks getting in. It, it just seems like with all this stuff going on with them that the universe doesn't need to give them a good player like that. No. <laughs> they deserve to suffer for a little bit. Just so. a little. Like, come on. I personally think it would be cool to see uh, Bedard Kachina jerseys in the stands. Mm-hmm. Um, fun. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it you know, a team that's trying to get a new arena that's going to be in an environment that can only help them grow, it'd be crazy to land a talent like that and yeah. you know, really, really like give fans something to look forward to. Because the one thing that I think a lot of people don't give the Coyotes fans credit for is they are loyal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the jokes are always that you know they can't fill an arena, which has truth to it. But at the same time, like there are fans that care about the team, and it feels like it would be a reward to those fans. Is like you know this is kind of what you've had to put up with the last <laughs> couple of years, and it's worth it. Yeah, all the so. bad hockey and the horrible owners they've had over the past. I mean. I've been here for seven years and I think this is their third owner already since I've lived here. Like it's just, it's crazy. So, you know, and then the whole arena situation. So yeah, it'd be a real nice, even if, even if they weren't that good of a team, but they had Bedard. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think, I don't think it'd matter. Like as long as fans could be like, Hey, you know, the team sucks, but we can go watch this kid play. I mean, that would, that'd be enough just for me to get in the door. Like they don't have to be a winning team. I just want to, go see, you know, a, good, a fun player every once in a while and not have to <laughs> depend on it being the visiting team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we all feeling confident with what we said? Yes. Cool. I, so. I mean, you know, the last couple of weeks with his, with uh, Hockey365's questions, you know, we've uh, gone in depth with, with different things. Um, you know, like last week was the fighting one and had the Kraken one a couple of weeks back. So it was kind of nice to have something clear cut like this, just because it is a simple question, but it, it, it does make you think because it is easy to say, Oh, well, we want him on the ducks. We want the ducks to be bad <laughs> so that he can be a, be a duck. But at the same yeah. time, like we're also, it's not realistic because yeah. we are kind of at a point where, you know, we we're talking about on the top of the, episode is true yeah we might be landing another forward that can really help us kind of solidify our chances of fighting for a wild card spot yeah yeah would it be cool to land connor bedard yeah but of course at, at, at this point like we're not at that level of bad anymore we're kind of turning the corner on the rebuild we're not something crazy would have to happen for us yeah. to be even in the bottom three. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like, exactly. Like if shit hits the fan and you know, the season just goes completely in the shitter and half the team's injured and just, we're just not even close. And mm-hmm. we're just kind of selling everybody off at the deadline. All like, you know, all the Klingbergs and Kulikovs of the world. I mean, yeah. shit. Yeah. Cool. I mean, then you want to tank for the, 
you know, then you're fine being bad again and tanking for Bedard. But with the structure of the team, I mean, I'm certainly not, we're not on the stage anymore. Or we're going to be annoyed if we're contending for a playoff spot because we actually have a quality product on the ice again. Yeah. We're not this weird kind of team in limbo on, in the Bob Murray era where it's like, we should be way worse than this and have it be having a higher draft pick. Yeah. And it was annoying to see us kind of do like the, <laughs> with a bad team, kind of that late season push. And then we're just like, oh, like, no, like, why are we doing this? Like, <laughs> no, like lose, lose, like just get the best pick possible. Yeah. But now it's different because we have this lineup bolstered and we have all these guys that are, you know, that can help elevate the youngsters but at the same time kind of shield them a little bit while they develop and you know if we get to if we sneak into a wild card spot cool great if we just miss out cool that's fine too if shit just goes off the rails and we're in the hunting for a top five pick again like cool that's fine off that's cool too like yeah then we you know and then we're in the Connor bedard sweepstakes and with this next draft coming up i mean it's you know you're yeah you know it it if you miss on Bedard, but you get number two, you're looking at Matt Van Mitchkov. You're looking at Adam Fantilli if you get number three. Like it's it's this is a loaded draft coming up next year. So, you know, even if we miss the playoffs, it's not going to be all all doom and gloom just because we missed the playoffs and then didn't get Bedard. Because I know we kind of talked about last year's draft being, um, you know, being somewhat fairly deep. This 2023 class is extremely deep, so yeah. it's going to be fine either way yeah and there's just no no way that we're even in the bottom four because you were already talking connor you were already talking about the possibility of montreal getting him or we're not going to be worse than montreal we're not going to be worse than chicago we're not going to be worse than arizona we're not going to be worse than philly we're not going to be worse than detroit like no it's like shit's gonna have to go real bad for us to be worse than those teams so it's it's not worth it's not like we're even going to be in the running first and then the sharks too the sharks are not yeah yeah no that's yeah they're they're kind of the team of just guys wearing jerseys out there so hey man we tied for skates could you imagine if you went to the sharks oh god damn yuck i already have to deal with uh right and uh veneers in seattle yeah fuck (laughs) no thank you and then uh, Byfield with L.A. That was annoying, too. Yeah. Well, I mean. And Ryan's favorite player, Alex Turcotte. Does that annoy you, too? <laughs> Extend Turcotte. <laughs> Kings, Ten fans years. Love Alec- Kings fans love Alex Turcotte. Hashtag <laughs> Extend Turcotte. I was going to say, <laughs> if we don't have a Ryan question for the episode, we have to sneak him in somehow. And it's right at the end too, because yeah. I, I love that buildup all week of has he listened to it yet? Because <laughs> he always will send a tweet, be like, "Okay, I got to the point where you got to my question, or you yeah. said something about me." <laughs> <laughs> got to keep Ryan on his toes. Yeah, and then you know he wants to keep Turcotte around, so then he can play with his favorite player, uh, his favorite veteran, Kopitar. Veteran. Veteran. <laughs> Anzea Kopitar. He's going to be really mad at us. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> He's always mad at us. Well, getting into our listener questions this week. Uh, we had this one last week, but we couldn't fit it in with all of the stuff we had already in the notes. But uh, mm-hmm. our pal Green Bastard asked us, who do you think you are? And he wants personal. Who, who do you think you are? I am. And so he That's said, right. I-, I did it. <laughs> Damn it. Right. <laughs> Well, he followed it up just saying he wants deep personal answers. 
I don't know. I'm just a guy, man. I don't know. Same. I'm just a dude I'm in a, a chair right now. I'm a 25-year-old. I'm a 20. I'm not even a guy. I'm a 25-year-old kid. I don't feel like a. I don't feel like an adult. Holy shit. Definitely. Connor's not a guy. Breaking. He's not a guy. He's a kid. <laughs> He's Someone small, just play the video. The, small the video. child. Small child. Someone just play the video of the, the that bowler. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. It's probably one of the best things ever. The video is pretty great. Yeah. I mean, if you're ever feeling down, just watch that video. And the fact that Gary Thorne is calling it, like, what the right? <laughs> that was the, <laughs> that's the most random thing. Wait. <laughs> Bring the plate. Hold on. <laughs> Gary Thorne, man. It's like the anticipation of waiting for it. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I don't have a deep answer for, for GB, but, you know, I just try and be the comic relief. I like pleading <laughs> gesture privileges on everything. So, you know, <laughs> as long as I can be the funny guy that doesn't get in trouble for being funny, we're good. Yep. Well, next up, uh, Shant asks us, what are our go-to fall drinks? So it could be coffee. Uh, I, ha- I have a different one, but I'll let you guys go first. Well, beer. <laughs> beer. <laughs> well, you know, mine's always coffee. I, I, I get made fun of all the time uh, because I drink hot coffee during the summer here in wonderful Arizona. But um, the one thing I do like in fall and like winter is when Starbucks has the uh, caramel brulee lattes out. Mm-hmm. those are awesome that's something that i like have to get at least once or twice a year nice and then you know i like myself some apple cider around halloween apple not cider. a bad choice apple cider is delicious yeah i mean i'm kind of the same as chris i'm not like super big into like the pumpkin shit but like me a good coffee like me a good you know a nice little cinnamon dolce latte or something like that you know some cinnamon <laughs> um you know, this is kind of the time of year where, you know, starting to cool off a little bit. So I can, you know, I'm your classic average white guy with a beard that enjoys craft beer. So I love all kinds of craft beer. And so this is the time of year where you can start drinking the darker stuff, you know, start dipping into the stouts and a little bit of, you know, the darker ales and stuff like that. Cause you know, a little bit heavier, it's not too hot out. You can, you can kind of stomach it a little bit if you're sitting for, you know, if you're sitting down for a bit. So I also, I also do like myself an old fashioned and I, but whiskey and I even tweeted about it earlier today when it's hot whiskey sounds like, like the worst possible thing I could ever drink. Oh, it's terrible. (laughs) Like, Oh my God. In the heat and you're sipping like straight whiskey. Like we were, I was at a restaurant with my mom last night, took my mom out to dinner and the, the, we were sitting outside in in San Clemente and it was literally like 90 degrees. The fans were on, but it was 90 degrees. And this dude next yeah. to us is really just sipping neat whiskey. Psychopath. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> like, no, I'm sitting here with like my ice cold Pacifico. And I'm like, oh, that just, ooh, Pacifico. Oh. I'm just like, oh, no, no. But yeah, I mean, but this time of year when it gets colder, I do, I do like myself an old fashioned. So I'll make, I'll I didn't think I was going to get attacked there with the craft beer situation and a beard. Just, <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here looking like this, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> you like, I mean, Look, we both we're both white dudes with a beard. Yeah, so. with beards. <laughs> we like our beer, craft beer. 
I do like my beer, man. <laughs> oh, in it's ironic that you say whiskey, Connor, because my my thing I was gonna say was uh this time always uh kind of reminds me of when I first turned twenty one and all I liked drinking were uh whiskey gingers. Mm. But the Irish pub and the place that I used to go with my buddy um had a Guinness uh stew that oh, they would sell. So like thinking of whiskey gingers make like reminds me of the Guinness stew and like going like when it's cold and getting it. Nice. I, I don't drink coffee regularly enough, so I'm not a pumpkin spice kind of guy. I mean, I only drink iced coffee anyways, so <laughs> you know. Honestly, I, I, I just I just can't wait for it to be cold. <laughs> Me yeah. too, man. I'm so over the heat. <laughs> Doesn't seem like, like it's going to be anytime just, soon. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Holy fuck. I love the mornings here during like uh, December, January, and it's like 40s cold. out. Like yeah, it's so nice. Like I can go to bed like in my hoodie. Like it's it's beautiful. That's the best. Yeah. Uh, cold mornings, man. It makes coffee taste so much better. Exactly. We love wanna... global warming messing everything up for us. <laughs> Thanks. Well, our uh, favorite abs fan asks us, uh, who is our favorite abs player, past or present? I kind of think we agreed we were going to both say one of each. Yeah. Yeah. Of all, of all time, Peter Forsberg for me. Easily. I mean, that's mine too. I don't, I, yeah. I don't even have to answer that. <laughs> Peter Forsberg. Yeah. Peter Forsberg. Uh, current? current i think i might say i mean mccarr is definitely up there now but yeah same for me it's mccarr currently but i've always liked landis cog so i might go choices yeah uh all time for me would be patrick waugh he's Mm. arguably one of my favorite goalies of all time um and current would be nate mckinnon mckinnon yeah he has that dog in him (laughs) and we dog that's the uh that's the only stat that we uh care about on this pod, you know. Yeah. X dog. What's his dog for <laughs> six expected expected dog? <laughs> I will say though, I do like me some Kale McCarr. Yeah. Um I mean, how can we not? I've always liked Rantanen too. He always kind of seems like he's overshadowed by like McKinnon, McCarr, and Landeskog. Yeah. But he's like arguably like their third or fourth best player on their team yeah that that's what's crazy and they're just like they're a very likable team it's kind of hard i mean when they play the ducks i do get annoyed by them because they they do like to kick us not only that like on the scoreboard but we've had some uh history with them with them throwing kind of nasty hits our way and it the games always seem to go off the rails with the avalanche (laughs) but when they're not playing the ducks i can sit there and watch and really enjoy myself (laughs) <laughs> well next up new era ducks asks us should nhl players have intro or goal songs like mlb players have individual walk-up music if we were to choose songs for some duck players what would they be and if we had any songs that we would choose for ourselves, i think it'd be cool if they did that uh don't some teams have like personal uh songs for players when they score the caps do it and i caps. think minnesota Minnesota did it for like a season, I thought, but I think the Sabres do it too. Sabres have. I think the Canucks do it as well. I think the Canucks are another team that does it. 
Yeah, I know the Sabres. I don't know if I know they did it last season because I know every time uh, Jeff Skinner scored, it was party in the USA. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that should be more of a thing league wide. I think that'd be kind of cool if you could have guys kind of show their personality a little bit more and pick a song when they, even if it's not when they score, but you know, when they come out, when they're announced, their name is announced. It's like a quick, you know, you play it really quick and then move on or something like that. But yeah, like the starting lineup. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't hate it if they did it. Like as the guys were coming out, I just think it would be hard from a announcing standpoint because it's like you're waiting for the guy to come out and then the track to change and then saying their name and then like having to do that for all six guys on the ice but Mm -hmm. i definitely think more teams should do the the individual goal songs just because you know unless you're a team that has one guy carrying all the offense like you are gonna have different people scoring all the time that's kind of the point but i think it'd be cool um as for songs for ducks players that's kind of hard and all over the board because, you know. I don't know what anybody likes. Yeah, Gibson <laughs> you know? would probably be something pretty dark because I just feel like he hates his life every time he's in the crease. John Gibson would just, John Gibson would just request silence. <laughs> <laughs> and opting for the golf clap is John Gibson. <laughs> Please don't be too loud. He gets frightened. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I feel like the kids would kind of be all over the place. I feel like Zegers would choose something like off the wall and fun. Yeah, Zegers would be something. But I don't know. Like we're so used to the players being tight lipped with the ducks that it's hard to know that they have personality. I mean, yeah. we've really only seen that recently, the last couple of seasons. And I don't know. I just kind of feel like they're just a bunch of guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even if they could just, because you know how, like, when the team wins, they have, like, their victory song in the locker room. If they could just, like, rotate it, every yeah. win, you get a different player to pick his song. That would be kind of cool, too. But Yeah, like the, the MVP of the game or something. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it would be cool to see, like, what they're, what's, what they're playing. Yeah, like, what they're, what's, what's their first thought when they think of a song that would represent them or something that they either score to or come out to or whatever. It'd yeah. be pretty cool. Um, even if teams did like individual nights, like it didn't have to be like an every night thing for, if it was like for the goals, if it was just like individual nights, they would just did it. Like maybe, uh, you know how they, they have special third Jersey nights. It could be something like that, like a cool promotion type deal. I don't know. Yeah. It's like almost if you're doing like, a, if you do like throwback night to the nineties, like, yeah. play, you know, you already play nineties music in the arena. Like, yeah. Maybe choose a different song as the goal song for the night. Yeah. As I say, it's kind of hard with individual guys unless, like, that's kind of what the team's going for. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you have to ask that question to all the players. Like, yeah. hey, if you were to pick a song to do this, like, what would you pick? <laughs> and I don't know if hockey players are boring sometimes. So, yeah. Yeah. Some of those I mean, guys. You asked Drysdale, he's not answering. <laughs> you wouldn't know you wouldn't it'd be like me when you asked me like a song i wouldn't even know what the name of it is just blank yeah um and as for a song for myself i'm kind of in that boat of i would choose something goofy (laughs) um there's a song from baby metal that i like that like right before the breakdown and before it gets back into like the heavy guitars and screaming 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's just like a random spring noise that happens. <laughs> it just makes like a little boing noise. I, I feel like I would choose that like right after I scored. I'll, I'll send you guys the song so you, you can know what I'm oh, talking okay. about. Just a little um, boing. <laughs> dude, it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. That's what I love about their music is it's like there's a death metal band behind them and it's just three girls on stage singing about like chocolate and lollipops and shit. It's just, it's, it's hilarious. I think, I think I'd, I would want uh, wherever I may roam from Metallica. Ooh, that's a good one. It's a good song. I run to that song. So that's a good one. I would do, the Capitals actually used to have this as their goal song uh, for a couple of years, but I do uh, the Wicker Man by Iron Maiden, the mm. ending part where where it's like, Whoa! yeah, I do that part. So if you if you're not familiar with that song, look up Wicker Man by Iron Maiden and then just fast forward to like the ending, the ending part where they're all like shouting. So I do <laughs> I do that just because I thought it fit really well. And, you know, it fit really well. And um you know, I feel like it could have some good crowd participation because everybody could yell along with it. So yeah. that's probably what I pick. And Iron Maiden's my favorite band, so it would just it would just fit. <laughs> well, our last question for tonight, we were debating on putting it in or not, and I'm pretty sure she stayed on the Twitch stream just to see if we said it or not. But you know, we're gonna cut the episode here. Heather um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pack. <laughs> But Heather asks us, who are the better duck duos? And she kind of picked from all over the place. But our options are Paul Correa and Tamu Solani, Corey Perry and Ryan Getzloff, or Trevor Zegers and Jamie Drysdale. Perry and Getzloff. I'm going with Derek Grant and Nick Deloria. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with you, Chris. I say Perry and Getzloff. Yeah. And um, I'll look into the future. I can see the future pretty well. It's going to be Zegers Terry. Ooh. Okay. Are you trying to manifest a Jamie Drysdale trade? Come on, Chris. What are we doing here? Chris, you psychomaniac. Psychomaniac. We said we wanted chaos, but not like that. It's okay when other teams do it, but not, not our team. <laughs> I'm surprised um, that none of us said Korea Solani. Um, I don't know if that's sacrilege or not, just because of who both guys are. Yeah. But I kind of just feel like, I mean, especially for our age, it just seems like the Perry gets off air is a little more. They played together longer, too. And they have a championship to show for it. True. That's also a a good factor in there. Mm Mm-hmm. And they did it in like their rookie season, didn't they? <laughs> like it was, yeah. Like they dominated that whole line with Dustin Penner was ridiculous. So I do like your thought of Zegers Terry, though. That is very intriguing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully Dallas uh, actually gives us that this year because, you know, I hope so. My man doesn't know how to optimize that lineup. <laughs> Dallas, if you're listening, <laughs> he's just Dude. laying in bed at night, just listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, can you make oh, sure this right. uh this part of the episode uh, reaches Dallas, please? Thank you. 
I don't know who these LAP guys are, but they know what Hi, they're saying. Hey, Dallas. <laughs> He's got his old nightlight on taking notes. <laughs> he strikes me as a reads a book by candlelight kind of guy. <laughs> he strikes me as wearing a nightcap, like one of those. Yeah, like, I can see that. From like the cartoons. Yeah. He's got like a Derek Grant nightlight. Yeah. <laughs> when he goes to the bathroom, he carries a candle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got anything in the twitch chat uh, no nope. don't uh no i i accidentally closed the twitch chat like 15 minutes ago i mean <laughs> good after, going after the uh after the booby stream popped up <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to open it up on my phone uh, god the second time hey it's okay opening up random twitch streams and like I said, as long as they're not the ones with people splash around in pools, I think we're good. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> well, with that being said, uh, marks the end of another episode. Um, catch all of our stuff over on the Hockey Focus. Uh, we'll have the blog with the episode out hopefully by Friday. Um, I'm going to try and get that done tomorrow night, uh, depending on whether I edit this together tonight or not um, on Tuesday. Uh, we'll have another one probably out Friday or Saturday, you think? Yeah, probably. Closer to the weekend again. Yeah. So we did uh, we did extra last week. We got two out. We did. But hey, more content, more eyes on the stuff. That's all we asked for. Yep. But as always, we uh, thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us. Uh, I don't, my internet only died twice this this recording, so <laughs> baby steps. We're making progress. It was all good. Yeah. I, it was only a <laughs> slight pause, maybe five seconds this time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but, make sure uh, you follow us everywhere. Late Arrivals Pod, follow the Hockey Focus, like Jake said, and leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening and if you're able to. And yeah. And shout out to all of you, beautiful people. Wonderful, beautiful, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at Ryan, extend Turcotte. He loves those tweets. Yes. Let's get that hashtag going. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is it for us. We will uh, see you guys next week. See you later. Peace. Yeah, yeah.